All right, everyone. Uh, this is Blake Hutto and Kyle Robbins. Uh, we have been best friends since, I don't even know, four or five years old. Um, anyways. Yeah, Kendrick Garden. Yeah. We had some good times at Travis, but um, we're – go ahead, Kyle. Take it over, bud. Tell them why we're doing a podcast. Yeah, I mean, me and Blake, you know – like you said, we're best friends since we were in about kindergarten and, uh, you know, grew up together, had a lot of fun, went to high school together after that, kind of went our separate ways, but we stayed in touch pretty much the whole time. And, you know, we talk regularly about different stages in our career and uh, FaceTime quite often. And we're kind of now at this point in our lives, kind of in the same, kind of at a cross pass where just randomly without even trying to, we kind of got in the same field. It's kind of cool. Cause now we can kind of talk about that. And, um, we've, we learned a lot of stuff. Um, and we just want to share that with people and, you know, help try to help people any way we can. Um, hopefully it's fun, entertaining and, you know, ultimately they can gain some knowledge from it is our, our goal. Um, but yeah, that's, that's about it. I and mean, we can kind of talk about why we're doing it. You want to go with that? Talk yes. about that a little bit? Yeah, so just digging a little deeper. So um, Kyle and I both have, as they say, worked for the man, right? And there's a, I feel like there's a big push with our generation of getting out of that nine to five and uh, whatever you want to call it these days, side hustles or or entrepreneurship or whatever. Working for yourself is the main goal, right? Financial freedom. Uh, is what I, I feel like a lot of people these days are looking for. They go on Instagram or they go on TikTok or they go on Facebook or whatever, and they have all these motivational guys that uh, are trying to get them out. But let's be all honest, these these people you follow have you know millions of followers and things like that, and they're big time dudes. So sometimes you feel, well, maybe it isn't for me actually. You know, I'm I'm not this dude who has. Uh, 10 million followers or a million followers or even, uh, you know, 5,000 followers. I'm just a normal average, you know, Joe Blow. Uh, I work my nine to five just, just as you and I did. Well, you're a little different. You're in the Navy. But, you know, I worked for a credit union, little community resource credit union, little small town credit union for over five years. Um, uh, I went to U of H, graduated with a fin- uh, finance degree. And right after I graduated with a finance degree, I worked at the credit union as a teller and uh, I'll be honest, I was actually embarrassed because all my friends were coming in with big checks from Exxon and Chevron and all these uh, oil and gas companies. And I was sitting over here making 13 bucks an hour. Right. Um, so I spent five years at the credit union. I'm so glad I did. It was, I'm very blessed to have that job. It was, it was local. It was in Baytown. It's right down the road from, from my parents' house, which is where I was living at the time. Um, and I had uh, held four different positions, but my last position position there uh, was in mortgage, which is kind of what got me into mortgages. I never, I never, you know, graduated high school or college or anything like that, and thought, let's let's go do home loans forever, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah. that's kind of my journey of how I ended up here. And and as Kyle said, we've been best friends forever, and and now that um, we're both in real estate. We FaceTime quite often and try to share share knowledge with each other and help each other out and just um, try to make make each other more successful. So that's 
that's what we're trying to do right here is just share a little bit of knowledge of what we talk about every week. That's how we came up with it. It's like, dude, we're FaceTiming every week. We might as well just record it and see if it can help at least one other person out. And if it does, then it, it was worth it. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Awesome. You know, like I always think it's funny and this isn't picking on you or nothing, but because <laughs> I give people a hard time whenever they, they go to college and then they end up in a career that didn't require a degree. And it's like, dude, Imagine if you did this when you're 18, you'd be like a multimillionaire by now. You know, I, I can't. Disagree. But you got the connections. I got the connections. I, you know, honestly, a lot of my connections now were, yeah, through, through my fraternity. I, I still see a lot of my fraternity brothers. But besides that, uh, honestly, I do think, no, is it needed? No. Do I regret getting it? Absolutely not. But yeah, I'm just picking on you. I mean, I'm just joking. No, I I know that's a big thing for you, for <laughs> but I do feel whenever people walk in my office or even even some older people will be like, yeah, hey, where'd you go to college? You know, it's better to have that. It makes people feel more trustworthy towards me for having that degree. So, but no, right, 100%. I needed you right. As I said, yeah. I graduated and, and went and worked as a teller. I was working with 18 year olds and I was 20. Yeah. <laughs> so no, for sure. It shows some solid work that work ethic and stuff like that but i agree with you i I was just messing i thought i'd throw that joke out there just because it's funny if anyone's interested and they're 18 get with me i can get you (laughs) in the mortgage business (laughs) just skip college go straight to mortgage yeah (laughs) but yeah no but for me i mean i did a little bit different um 18 joined the navy right after high school i don't know why i did that but i did it um because it worked out (laughs) <laughs> oh man it was a wild ride but yeah so i did about 10 years in the navy um i was a machinist mate i was a nuclear machinist mate so I worked on like the reactor set so we had a really really long school which is in south carolina and then i was on a aircraft carrier abraham lincoln for four and a half years and then i went recruiting uh, which is what brought me here to clarksville tennessee uh, for three years and then it got out and stayed here but um yeah i pretty much hated everything about the navy uh, honestly <laughs> uh it was not for me uh, a lot of people that are i mean it, it can be really good i'm not trying to discourage anybody from joining but a lot of people who do join that becomes like their identity and that's who they are it's kind of like this is my career. I am the Navy. And I, the whole, whole time I was like, I am not the Navy. This is not what I want to do. And I knew that. 100% I knew that. But the problem is I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just knew that it, it was not that. So, yeah. you know, I was getting out. And, uh, you know, I think deep down in my mind, I always knew. I mean, obviously, everybody, they want to make a lot of money. It's like, it's all about the money, right? So I was, I followed the money. I was like, well, how how can I make a lot of money? You know, and and honestly, in my career in the Navy, I mean, as a a nuclear machinist, I could have gone out and moved somewhere. You know, there's a ton of power plants, nuclear power plants I can go work at and make six figures. But the problem is, is that your uh, your family, your quality of life and family life is lack thereof. It's, you know, you're going to work shift work, stuff like that. And I just kind of refused to do that. I wanted to have the freedom to do what I want to do. And make a lot of money, which almost seemed impossible. So, I, again, I started 
I was I got on Google and I was just how can I make a lot of money? What can I do? And it was and one of my buddies was a pharmacist and I was like that's what I'm gonna do pharmacist because the Navy was gonna pay for my college anyway. So I was like well I can just go to school for free. They'll pay me like a paycheck to pay for my mortgage and I'll go to school for to be a pharmacist and then I'll make like six figures and I'll be happy. And I started studying for that and I was like this this is terrible. <laughs> this is super hard. I hate it. <laughs> I can't even pronounce these terms. <laughs> I have no interest <laughs> in it. And I was like, what am I going to do? I was like freaking out because I only had like a couple months before my last paycheck from the military was going to hit. So I, I didn't know what I was going to do. So then I started the next well, the next thing I was going to do before I ultimately got to where I am is I was going to be a financial advisor because that's what one of my friends was too. And I started, I interviewed with a company, you know, faked it. Until I made it, you know, just talking. But I hated that too. <laughs> I was like, what am I? I was like freaking out. What am I going to do? So then I like ultimately I was like took like a, a heart. I, mean, I had a heart to heart with myself. I was like, look myself in the mirror. I was like, you know, what do you actually want to do? If it didn't matter. If the money wasn't a thing, you could do whatever you want. What would you do? And I was like, I would flip houses. That's what I would do. You know, and like on, that's like my passion. That's what I what I really, really wanted to do. And that from that moment, as soon as I decided that, I quit I quit college. I didn't care about them paying me money anymore. And I, I was like, okay, I'm going to do something in real estate. Because I wasn't able to just go flip a house immediately. I didn't have the funds to do it. So I got my real estate license. Um, and then, you know, I guess I can talk about the rest later. But that's slowly how I got to where I am. Yeah. So just to backtrack a little bit, so just a funny story, the pharmacist that Kyle was talking about, uh, him and I met in Cabo on a beach one day, and then we just became good, good buddies. Uh, shout yeah, out randomly. To, shout out to Juan Wayne. We should, we should have Juan Wayne on the yeah. show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, anyway, so just backtracking a little bit. But yeah, I agree, man. I, I kind of, same thing. I didn't, I didn't mean to get into real estate at all. Um, as I said, working at the credit union, I was a teller. I was a member service representative. I worked the front desk. Uh, I was a, fi per a personal financial officer, which is a guy who does car loans and personal loans and sets up accounts. And then I just happened to fall into mortgage. Um, and once I got into mortgage, I thought, you know, this is actually pretty cool. Um, so I went out and got my real estate license while I was still working there. Um, and I sold a few houses while I was working there. Uh, but then I decided to venture out on my own and um, kept my real estate license and went and worked for a mortgage broker, which is much more free. I mean, it's it's a 100% commission-based job. You have to bring your own clients. You you have to go out and hustle. You have to make your own money. There's no guaranteed pay. There's no nine to five. If I sat home yeah, all day and, and played video games, I'd, I'd make zero dollars. So, I, you know, <laughs> we have to go out and hustle. We have to talk to people. We have to go to luncheons. We have to do all of that stuff to provide for our families, um, which is where both Kyle and I are now, but that's not where we were just a few years ago. So um, it's been a good, fast, fun journey the past three years for myself um, that I've been working for myself. And I think Kyle's pretty much in that same three to four year boat as well. Um, well, I mean, so yes and no for me. So 
I didn't. So as soon as I got my real estate license, right, I I wasn't well for like the first six months. I was on my own basically, um, and then me and another guy made a team together. And but it was like you said, it was commission only. We weren't getting paid. Where we, you know, you ate what you killed type mentality, you know. Yeah. And then after that, we kind of got recruited onto a really, really big real estate team, like a, one of the number one, well, number two producers in Montgomery County, you know, selling over a hundred homes a year. Um, got brought into her team, and we're just kind of like a part of that team for. I don't know, a couple months, and then I wasn't really feeling the whole. Because ultimately, my goal was not to be a real estate agent. That that was just kind of for a stepping stone for me, and I and I didn't really enjoy that either. And um, the next thing after that, it kind of just happened was that the leader of the team needed like an admin assistant to do like all the contract paperwork stuff, which I was really good at. I. I didn't mind that because I could do it super fast versus like having to drive around all day and show buyers houses. I was not really my cup of tea because, I mean, sounds bad, but I'm just not like, I'm not a people person. I'm like, dude, you want to you buy this house or not? Like, <laughs> yes or no? You know, I'm not, I'm not all about that. So I did the admin thing and I was able to, I did that for like three years. Right. But that was, it wasn't a nine to five. I did have a lot of freedom. The good thing about that job was I could do it anywhere in the world. I could have my computer, but it was very demanding. I had to do it, you know, at 10 o'clock at night. I had to do it at nine o'clock. It was an all day, everyday thing. So I didn't have freedom, you know. So I didn't actually quit that job until August in 2022 is when I quit. Um, so I'm pretty new, honestly, to the full time you know, I'm a, I'm making it on my own type thing. But so far, it's been awesome. I've been a lot happier, slept better. Well, like, I haven't always slept better. Sometimes I'm like freaking out. But <laughs> I understand that one. Some nights you sleep good. But I have, I have been happier though. Yeah, for sure. Yes, the happiness. I mean, well, you and I are both in the same situation right now with our 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 youngest, um, and you're about to have another one. But I mean, just spending the time with my two and three year old every day, you know, I get to spend multiple hours with them um, during the normal nine to five time. So um, that's a huge deal to me. Um, That's my, as I tell everyone, that's my number one hobby right now. I I don't have a hobby. I I have a boat, but I went on my boat two two hours last year. I probably won't go on it this summer just because they are my priority like I don't have hobbies they are my hobbies so anyway just getting back to oh and I didn't want to mention as Kyle said I'm in Texas he's in Tennessee but we remain very very good friends so this is two different I guess markets I'm in a Texas market he's in a Tennessee market Um, so we don't I mean it's it is different we don't have the same anything really i mean even laws texas has much different laws in tennessee when it comes to mortgages so um you'll get two completely different perspectives of two different states so i think that's another reason to just tune in and listen and uh see if we can bring you some knowledge so yeah for sure and i mean blake and i are both going to bring on i mean ultimately we want to continue the podcast and i mean 
I, I definitely consider myself a very, even though I, I mean, I've done, you know, a good amount of, if I would have looked at myself when I was getting out of the Navy to now, and if I would have been like, man, look at that guy, I would think he's super successful. But now where I am now, I'm, I don't consider myself that just because I see so many other people who are so much more successful than me yeah. that have way more knowledge than I do. They could shed a lot more light on things that I can't shed light on. And so we're going to bring people like that on the show. Um, and we're going to interview them, get to know them, and they're going to blow your mind with the stuff they talk about. And um, I'm going to be taking notes all the time. So <laughs> looking, looking forward to that. It's like free learning for us. And <laughs> they get to just be, you know. And hopefully if it works out like we are hoping it will, this isn't just going to be real estate dudes and mortgage dudes uh, and house flippers and, and, and hard money guys and all of that. Um, hopefully, if we, if it works out like we want to, we'll bring some other people on, uh, small business owners around the area uh, that did start out just like we did, working a nine to five, took a leap of faith, just put it all out there, uh, all of it on the line. And um, so we're hoping to get a couple yeah, of yeah. on here as well. So hopefully it's going to be a good journey. And as I said, we're why we're doing this is just, as I said, we we FaceTime quite often, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, our wives mine sitting over there uh, have been very annoyed with us as how much we do FaceTime and, and stay up and talk to each other um, but that's why we started we're like dude we talk so much we should we share so much knowledge together why don't why don't we give this to to some other people out there so that that's our reason why we're doing this so yeah for sure so how much time do we have left on this thing Blake um it doesn't say, and and this is our first one. We aren't... well, I guess we we'll we'll just keep going, and then yeah, we'll we, just we don't add we don't really uh, we don't know what we're doing. We're shooting from the hip on the recording. I, I actually hope it's working. I don't actually know if it's due. So let's let's do this, Blake. Then, so I don't know if we have enough time or not because I don't know how much how big of a question this is for both of us to answer. But so, how did you know for you? Because you mentioned you're working at the credit union. <laughs> And you made the jump to full mortgages to where you're only commission, right? So how, how did you know or how did you prepare yourself to go from, hey, I know how much money I'm going to make to make the jump to where I'm commission only? And how, like, what made you comfortable to do that? There was never a comfort, honestly. It was always uncomfortable, which is, I mean, what they say you should always be doing, right? You should always be pushing yourself outside your normal box, right? Um, it was actually very, very, very scary because it was in, uh, 2020, um, actually right about this time, it was in June, June 2nd, actually. So yeah, we're about two weeks. I'll be self-employed for three years, but, um, my daughter was just born. COVID just hit. It was a wild, wild time, actually. Um, uh, my daughter was born in February and I had some, what do they call it for guys? Paternity leave, right? Paternity leave. But it wasn't enough. It was like two weeks. Um, and then I took an extra two weeks unpaid. <clears throat> and it just wasn't enough time for me, right? I had to go back to my job and, and COVID hit. And there was all these worries about me getting sick and all this stuff. And my daughter was just, you know, a month old, two months old. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I had my real estate license already. 
and I was already working some deals with that. So, you know, I was making a couple uh, extra thousand every month off of the real estate deals. Um, and unfortunately for me and the credit union, they would not let me do um, the real estate side and the mortgage side, which kind of made me angry. I didn't like that because I talked to other brokers. Actually, uh, whenever you're in, I'm sure you know, whenever you're a realtor or in mortgage, there's brokers reaching out to you weekly trying to get you on if you're performing, right? So when I was at the uh, credit union, I was actually the top performer the last two years I was there. Um, and I was closing like $13 million a, a year. like So that's that's quite a bit. Um, and anyways, there's a lot of brokers reaching out to me. So I talked to a couple of them and uh, I like what I heard. So I went with someone local, and as I said, the main tipping point was I couldn't do both sides, and that, that wasn't bothering me because whenever I did a real estate deal, I couldn't bring it into the credit union. I had to send it externally, um, which was – anyways, so that, yeah, was, yeah. that was the main tipping point was I wanted to do both sides. I wanted to be the realtor and the mortgage loan officer because, in my opinion, that is such an advantage to – to the client because they don't have to talk to two people. If you know one person that knows both sides, I can negotiate so well. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good I mean, point. Even, even with new construction, that, that's actually my favorite because typically on new construction, I don't get to be the lender because they can always beat the rate, you know, but I can always advise them on what the, the lender is trying to do to make it seem like a good deal when it's really not a good deal, you know? Um, yeah, for so, sure. That was the main tipping point was them not allowing me to do both sides, which other brokers said they would, in which I have. I've actually done twenty over 20 deals where I was the realtor and the loan officer. Um, so that that's that's the straw that broke the camel's back. And, and that's what yeah. pushed me out. Plus my daughter being born, it was just like. So you I, didn't have, you were never scared. You were just. Oh, dude, Diane, I mean. Uh, I know she's staring at me right now, dude. She she was like, Blake, I don't know, man. I don't know. What what about did you have any sort of health benefits with the credit union versus now? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean I had to go out and get my own um own insurance. Yeah. Uh own everything. I mean there was no more um there was at the credit union I had a pension, I had a four oh one K, I had insurance, all of that. Going yeah. out on my own, I had no guaranteed paycheck. I had no insurance. I had no pension. I had no 401k. It's all on me now, right? Um, and as I said, this was right. This is right when COVID hit. This is tw summer 2020, um, yeah. which just happened to be the lowest interest rates that ever happened. So it was a really good time to get in the market out. That was the refi. Yeah. Everybody yeah. made money in that market, huh? <laughs> Dude, I made, I made, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> it was fun. It was a yeah. good, it was a good time. Um, but anyways, yeah, just a combination of my daughter being born, me wanting to be there more um, for her and uh, just me wanting to do, explore more options of, of being able to do both sides of, of the realtor side. I mean, of the, of the uh, real estate side mortgage yeah for sure so which side do you prefer old blake or new blake old blake or new blake well, <laughs> yeah i always prefer new blake 
I'm always, yeah, you know, I'm always learning, but always uh, evolving. I do, I do prefer mortgages personally. I, I prefer mortgages over the real estate side, just because I'm a huge, huge, huge numbers guy, um, and numbers just come so easy to me, and I, I feel like I can explain. I can really, really, really explain to people the process. Well, being a realtor obviously helps out, but I can really explain the home buying process and really put people at ease when it comes to uh, just buying. You have you have like the whole you have everything needed for somebody buying a house. You're the realtor, loan officer. You know every question they could possibly ask you with anything. Yeah, no, that's that's a great point. Like, and I tell them, and I'll show you text. You can text me you know, 7 a.m. Uh, on Monday, or you can text me at 10 p.m. on Saturday. I'll, I will get back to you because I know, because I've personally been there. We all have. When you're buying your first home or it doesn't matter, second home, and it's been seven years since you bought your first home, you don't remember anything. Yeah. You know, so it is, that's one of the most rewarding parts of my job, I think, is just putting people at ease during that process because I know how stressful it can be and I want to take all that stress upon myself because it doesn't stress me out because I've done it. I've, I've done over 400 loans. So it yeah. doesn't, you know, it doesn't stress me out. I know what's going to be asked. I know what's going to happen before it happens. I know what the underwriter is going to want. You know, mm-hmm. if you, yeah. I don't want to brag on myself, but if you look at my Facebook, you know, I'm, I'm closing, I'm clearing to close loans in one to three days. Like, that's yeah and i think that's insane i'm glad that you said that because that's something i didn't think about before but i mean here in tennessee we're not clear to close till you know a couple of days before closing on a 30-day close so and maybe we can talk about that on the next episode maybe like what that entails like getting somebody clear to close or why some lenders take 30 days and you can do it in three or, you know, whatever it is. Cause honestly, I don't even know. That's something I would want to know. Yeah. You know, I'm not a lender. Um, but I mean, I don't know if we have time, but I mean, I can kind of answer the same question. Yeah. I asked you. Hit it. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, for me, like, I mean, honestly, I was I was afraid to leave the well. Let me back up. When I was doing the admin position for, you know, the company that I'm at, well, I'm still at the same company, Legion Realty. Um, but I was an assistant for the broker for the company, and I mean, she was paying me super, super good. I mean, there was times I made. Well, I mean, I don't really care if I. I'll, I'll just say the amount. I mean, I could make eight to fifteen thousand dollars a month regularly. What every every single month, but yeah. I mean, I was like working like all day long sometimes, or it felt like, or it could be times where I wasn't working for five hours. But then, if at ten o'clock at night, if I was watching a movie with my family, it, I was expected to, you know, do whatever I had to do and hop on the computer and do yeah. X Y Z, you know, which at first was fine. I was like, it is what it is. It's a good amount of money for what I'm doing, I have a good life, I could do this job from home. Um, I mean I was working whenever we had our when we had when we had Luke, our, our first baby. I remember holding him in my arms in one arm, I had my computer on my knees and I was working. And I yeah. was like, this is kinda cool. I could do I was working in the hospital when we had him. I was like Yeah. Which is kind of cool, but at the same time that's annoying. Like you don't want to do that. You don't yeah. want to have to do that. But 
for what it was vacation with your family got you gotta go up to the computer yeah hey can't relax that's exactly right yeah. it was like we're on vacation but you're not on vacation your, your body's on vacation but your mind's not on vacation because you're always thinking that, yeah. about, like did i email this person whatever is this gonna actually close tomorrow i mean you know it's because it, if anything falls apart it was ultimately my fault even if it, even if it wasn't my fault it, it was my fault you know what i mean but so I did that for about three years. But like you said, while you were working at your old job, you were still doing, you got your real estate license doing real estate deals. Well, while I was doing that, the money I was making, I, I was saving it, I was building up and I was doing, I was flipping houses at the same time. I wasn't flipping high volume, but I like I flipped one house the very first year, just one. Then I made not that much money, but I, I did one. Right, got my feet wet. Second year, I flipped. I flipped a lot more than one. Did pretty good, and then I, I just kept the ball rolling. And the relationship I had with um, the person that I was working for actually helped me flip more houses. I partnered with her on a few, and it just kind of opened the door to more and more and more. And ultimately, I just got to the point where I was. It was like. Yes, I can make a lot of money working in this position, but I can also make more than enough to support myself flipping houses. And that ultimately was my dream or what I said was my dream. Like, so if, if what I say is my dream and I'm not doing it or I'm not pursuing it, then it's like, what what are you doing? So it was like I was able to go do that. So I just ultimately made the jump. But I was still extremely scared because. I mean, I could, I might not get paid flipping a house for three or four months, right? You know, and it's like, you got to have an income every month. So I, I had to really learn how to, how I was going to provide for myself. So I, there's a long story and I can, I guess I can dive into that too more, maybe on the next episode of how I did set myself up for like, I guess, success or like on a budget so to say, to live off of being on such a sporadic income because it is super difficult. Um, but yeah, I ultimately just made the jump just because I, I, I kind of believe in the mentality of you got to put your money where your mouth is sometimes. So if you say that this is what you want to do, but you're not doing it, then you're just full of, you're just full of it. <laughs> this is like I just got my builder's license and I was – I probably shouldn't even say this, but I was on the phone with my dad today and I was like, yeah, dad, I'm thinking about buying a lot to build a house. And he's like, really? That would scare me to death. And I'm like, dad, I just got my builder's license. If I don't build a house, then I'm not a builder. Like, there you, go. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like, if you're going to take the time to go do something, you got to freaking do it. Like, yeah. Who cares? You, you'll figure it out. You know, you ain't going to lose that much money. You're going to yeah. learn a lot. <laughs> I mean, it's just like going to school, right? These people are going, uh, getting their uh, gender studies degree, spending sixty thousand dollars. You might as well spend, you know, maybe you'll lose fifteen grand, but you'll learn way more than getting <laughs> a gender studies degree. <laughs> yeah, it's freaking, it's just nuts. But yeah, I mean, this whole podcast, man, like you said, it's just geared for educating people on real estate, mortgages. It's honestly just motivating people too to hey if you are in a nine to five and you hate your life you don't like working for the man 
you don't like being told when to go to work, how many vacation days you get per year, how many sick days you get per year, like when you can open your eyes in the morning, then this podcast is for you. It can be any career. It doesn't have to be real estate. It has to be mortgage. There's so many career opportunities that can lead to passive income or just being an entrepreneur in any field in general that I think this podcast can provide value to. So uh, I yeah, hope I that you guys can tune in next week. And uh, Yeah, I got buddies in the uh, financial sector. I got buddies in the whatever you want. I got it all flooring sector, restaurant sector. I hope to get them all on here. Um, yeah, for sure. I hope. Well, first off, I hope that we can learn how to actually. Hopefully, this is recording. I don't know. It says it oh is. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> I hope it is too. <laughs> I hope so. Um, We're gonna get better. I'm gonna get a microphone. I have I, my computer up on. I got a microphone. I just didn't want to embarrass Kyle. <laughs> I'm gonna get one. I got my computer like on a piece of Tupperware. <laughs> but hey, it's it's all good. Yeah, it'll get better. As a uh, this is this is the first time I've talked to Kyle on the computer. It's always on FaceTime on the phone. So uh, this is actually a first for both of us. Um, so. And this is one take, so it's pretty. I mean, not bad. Yeah, this is our first try, which I said I hope it's recording. All right, Blake. So where can people follow you? Where are you at? Oh, like socials? Yeah, check out his socials. Uh, I only got, um, I Facebook, only got Facebook. And I'm I'm pretty strong on TikTok, bro. Posting You're on TikTok? TikTok? What, are you what are you laughing at? That is laughing yeah. at. You're saying TikTok. Yeah, you can hit me up on Facebook. I got two, Kyle Robbins and Generational Home Buyers. That's where you can find all the properties I flip. Um, I recently got my builder's license, so I might make a generational home builders i don't know yet i might tie in with buyers and then i'm not on anything else i mean i've been wanting to hit up tiktok though for some cool stuff but i just haven't dived into that but By maybe episode you get two, in, I'll it'll, be on TikTok. it'll probably be gone yeah it probably will well, they got I mean, the ai now though i need to top, hop on the ai i need to talk about that on like episode 50 or something. or like chat chat gpt or whatever it's called yeah <laughs> that stuff is crazy man yeah, yeah. Well, I just saw my insurance guy made a post. It said Jet Chat GBT. I'm pretty sure he's using it. And I need to talk to him. Be like, how'd you do that? Oh yeah, you just download the app. You tell it what you wanted to say, and then it'll make a whole story for you. Well, maybe we'll talk about that on a different episode. But I think we're pretty much wrapped up for episode one, right? Yeah, my, it says uh, remaining meeting time is at three twenty-four, three minutes and twenty-four seconds. So yeah. We're pushing. Man, that was, we did a good job, Blake. Yeah, we did, bud. All right. Well, we will see you guys episode two. See you, man. Yeah.